The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Coming up on Muddy River Gems, browse through the Easley Pioneer Museum in Ipava. Between Ipava and Bernadotte and Table Grove, there are hundreds, thousands of acres that were in the 40s devoted to training camp at Camp Ellis and a prisoner of war camp. Bill, we're looking at a picture of you now with your wife. Yes. On the day you were married. Yes. You were how old at that time? 19. You were 19. How old are you now? I'll soon be 99. 99. <laughs> How's your memory about Camp Ellis? Oh, I can remember everything. That's on the next Muddy River Gems, sponsored by Dot Foods. Welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Bob Goff. Ashley Conrad is out. Today we're talking to some folks from Chattuck about foster care and how you can be a foster parent and why you should be a foster parent. Scott Wheelock and Lindsay Miller. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Glad to be here. First off, do you need foster parents? There's a need every day for foster parents. Me saying that doesn't mean I have a child in my office right now needing a home. Doesn't mean we don't, we don't keep them in a hotel room, stuff like that. But there is a need. It could come up tomorrow. So, yes. And what do you do to accommodate these kids? Um, so, when kids come into care, they typically will come in through DCFS. So, we're contracted through DCFS. Um, and DCFS will look for a relative support when they first come into care. And that relative support um, typically will let the child be placed with them um, and take care of them but then we still have to go in and license that home however sometimes when children come into care they don't have any support within family or people they know that are able to provide that and then we need a traditional home which is what we really need um, for our agency is because when we don't have that family support we don't have anywhere for the kids to go so um, a traditional home would just be someone that would open their home up for kids who come into care and don't have any support or a place to go um, and provide love support um, for the kids um, and you know let them be able to I guess stay in our community yeah we, we need local we do Adams Pike Hancock and Brown right and we want the kids to stay in their, their community yeah I was going to ask you about the the coverage area mm -hmm. overall what uh, what about the screening process there's a uh, lot of steps to become a foster parent. First thing is, is to give us a call or shoot us an email on our website, and then we'll come out and sit with them at their table and kind of see what their goal is. Foster parents come to us with kind of a goal in mind, too. They don't know if they just want to serve every child ages birth to 18 or, or children zero to 10. We've we got to figure out where they're at and then go from there. There's a lot of training, background checks, references, a uh, whole list of items. Yeah. So what, yeah, what, go ahead. Sometimes when um, children or when foster parents are interested, they may have their own kids and they may say, you know what, we can only provide care for one more child in our house. Um, we only have one bedroom for space or we only have boys. We like to keep it just boys. Um, so sometimes they, foster parents are very specific on what they're able to take. Where, and we call you and once a child comes into care and we ask, we have this child, it's a female, she's eight years old, she's in your school district, um, and then we give like any information we have, medical, all of that, so they're aware of what, you know, is the child will be like going into their home. Um, of course, sometimes we don't have all that information, but right. as much as we have, we give to them. 
That way they can say yes or no. Like, you know what, this isn't gonna work for us. We don't have time to take the children to doctor's appointments due to our work schedules or, you know, stuff like that. You, When you become a foster parent, it's not saying like, oh, these kids are getting dropped off at our house in the middle of the night. Sure. It's not like that at all. Right. Um, and I don't think people understand that just because it's it's not really talked about. Well, let's, let's talk about the screening process. I mean, say you get somebody and they're a great foster parent and they want to be a foster parent again and they kind of do that initial screening process. But sometimes circumstances can change over time. So is there a way where you look at them and say, okay, well, and, and are these kids then asked in some sort of follow-up about their experiences? They're actually DCFS just integrated that into the system. There's an exit interview they're doing to foster children now. So that is a new thing. So yes, it kind of gives feedback on the casework through Chaddock and the foster parents or whatever service they have. Um, ourselves, Lindsay and I are in the home at least once every six months to do an interview with the foster parents. Uh, more often, sometimes, we also have to do investigations in our role. Uh, some, there's certain standards that foster parents have to follow. And if there's um, thoughts that they may not, we had to come in and see if those are being uh, violated. Um, I know that you said you contract through DCFS. I know DCFS has had some issues over the last few years. Ha have, have they improved the processes on their end? I mean, I believe so. I mean, it's anywhere you go with any workers, with anything, you're going to have, you know, your excellent workers, your excellent, you know, and, and case to case is very different too. Sure. You know, even when they place with a relative, some relatives have everything. Some relatives are living bare minimum. And so, you know, you there's a lot you can't right. really say like is everyone doing everything they sure. should be doing because yeah no it's like it's like any job it's like any state agency it's yeah. whatever some people are doing great there's always some bad apples but there's always it's always difficult and especially when you're dealing with kids it's always there's a lot of there's just a lot of variables and a lot of circumstances there and we work well hand we work hand in hand with dcfs right we all have the same goal we have very good relationship with the local dcfs mm -hmm. uh, some of our former employees are down there so we we know them real well and they know us um more often now it's a comfortable relationship with dcfs and and um they take pride just like we do in their and and i will work. also say with our agency with any agency with anywhere in this economy right now everyone needs workers so sure you know you might hear bad things but you know you go to a restaurant and you don't get what you want because there's not enough workers i mean we're struggling for workers everywhere sure. too and that takes a huge toll you can't expect a dcfs worker to be at 10 different places at the no same question time. about it also when you talk about um just money and finances and stuff it's not like kids just get dropped off at somebody's house house these foster parents are compensated for correct. what they do correct yes, they receive a board payment it's kind of helped to support food and travel and stuff like that uh nobody's buying a summer house of being a foster <laughs> no. parent <laughs> no <laughs> no i'm sure uh, or a winter home maybe I right but um it helps right no doubt no doubt about it because and also and the other thing we want to stress um, i spoke with uh uh Chattuck ceo debbie reed a few months ago just kind of talking about the anniversary but yeah you guys are coming up on 170 years so you've done a lot you've been, you've helped a lot of kids over a long time here yeah yeah 170 years what yeah. i guess the what and, and you've been with them how long um be 10 years in december and then you've done two tours two, of duty two right tours and i'm in the uh, <laughs> middle 20 years maybe somewhere in there yeah I, I left and i had to go back yeah what what in the so in, in your time there talk about how chaddock has has changed how it's improved and and because i mean because it is really an asset for this community talk a little bit about that well you mentioned debbie reed debbie reed and all this uh folks there they strive for excellence uh, they want to improve they, they they give us the tools to improve if we have we see something needs improvement we can go to people and we get our needs met so it's just part of we're part of the methodist church 
and there's a mission with that too so we're just striving to improve every day and if somebody wants to utilize your services or become a foster parent how do they reach out um, you can get on our website uh, chadock.org and there are contact information for our main office for scott for myself um, pretty much anyone you want to find on there you can find phone numbers email addresses um, to contact us and uh, that link is uh, directly below the video on this screen as well you'll be able to just go right there if you want to do that so anything else you guys would like to add before we sign off yeah a few things um just it might be a shock to people we have 238 kids in our care right now wow that's adams pike hancock and brown 280 238 children um we have about 100 foster homes some are empty but like uh, Lindsay said folks sometimes just want a kid zero to eight or nine to 14 we really need people as foster parents for older children mm -hmm. you know 10 and above people just shy away from them i was drawn towards working with the older kids in residential and a school mm -hmm. and, and casework i think older kids are easy to work with the communication but um i saw by looking your eye i didn't realize 238 kids that's just our agency there's two other agencies that work local dcfs right. um, lutheran mm -hmm. so do the math that's a lot of homes. Yeah, we're talking about probably 300 some odd kids then in, in our four county area here who could use the help. So if you're interested and you got the time and, you know, you got a big heart, I'm sure the folks here at Chattuck would uh, would love to hear from you. And there is one event coming up okay. through Connect, Adam Adrian and Connect. It's uh, let me get there right down here. It's going to be at the um, crossing this Sunday from four to five p.m. Ourselves, DCFS and Lutheran are going to have people there. There's going to be foster parents on a panel. If you have any interest in becoming a foster parent, you can just kind of parent. You can just go there and kind of ask questions or watch. All right. Well, hey, that's great. I want to thank you guys for your time and yeah, best of you. luck. And thank you guys for what you do. Coming up, Matt and Brittany tackle the hot Sicilian. It's the last stop on the Great Quincy Sandwich debate. A great night's sleep starts at Harvey's Furniture. Check out the large selection of complete bedroom sets. And when it comes to mattresses, we have a full selection from Bemco, Spring Air, and Chatham and Wells. Harvey's Furniture. Our home, your home. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. Tower Pizza and Mexican offers a full menu of pizza, wings, and Mexican favorites. Try the shrimp tacos, fajitas, or a Jeff's special pizza. Extra sauce, pepperoni, sausage, ham, and mushrooms, all on their homemade crust. Tower Pizza and Mexican, 2701 Broadway, Quincy.
Hello everybody, we're here at the last episode of the Great Quincy Sandwich Debate. We're doing something a little bit different today. Yeah. Um, I'm here with my buddy, my muddy buddy, Matt Chuckman. <laughs> um, we're going to try the La Gondola Hot Sicilian. That's right. We're outside of our offices yep. uh, here in downtown Quincy. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to go to the restaurant. They are swamped they are, right now. They have their hands tied. They have their hands tied. So. We understand, yes. so so we do have sandwiches we're gonna try, but uh, yeah, the Hot Sicilian was one of the most popular when we did the original um, poll. Yeah, what was the poll, Shad? So, so a couple months ago, I'm sitting at home one night doing some work, mm -hmm. I thought, man, I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. I should get a sandwich. Where should I get a sandwich from? So I threw it out on social media. Where should I get it? What, what's the best sandwich in Quincy to go get? I think this is the best idea where it, you're undecisive. Just, yeah, just ask Facebook. Just, so I threw it out there on Twitter and on Facebook, okay. and it blew up. It just started on Twitter, and it blew up. Um, people started sending messages, so I threw it on, on Facebook as well, and it went crazy. So then we made a list mm -hmm. and had people chime in, and we ended up with an overwhelming amount of people mm -hmm. uh, giving us their opinions, giving us their thoughts. And so we narrowed it down to the top 10 most mentioned yes. sandwiches. And we've gone around Quincy, yeah, sampling them, showcasing them, showing people what they are, enjoying them, yeah, ourselves. where to where to get them, and, and that kind of stuff. So we are at number ten today. Yes. Now this is we did not do this in an, in an order. We just no. kind of randomly did it because if we had done it in order, this would have probably been number one. Really? Yeah, Hot Sicilian was right up there. It was one or two most of the most of the way through the voting and stuff. And then we are going to have a final poll with our Muddy River audience where they yeah. can rank them themselves yeah. from our Muddy River site, right? So yes, so we'll put that out there so they can, you know, here are the 10, you've watched all the videos, yep. which would you put at the top of the list? Yeah. And that's, uh, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. It really it, and what was funny is I went to a football practice this week. Um, and Brown County football coach Tom Little, that's what he wanted to talk about, mm -hmm. were the sandwiches. And oh my gosh. The ones he hadn't had, the places he had been, the ones he wants to come try. Are they, were there any on the list that you hadn't tried? No. You had them all? Yeah. The, the only, the, yeah, actually there were a Actually, couple. no, I take that back. I've never had the Smash Burger um, at Silver Dollar. Okay. So yeah, there were a couple of new ones Because that's me. a newer place. Yeah. There were a couple of newer ones for me. Um, I, love, I love them all. Though. Yeah. It's been it's been great. It's been it's been interesting to see um, di how different people react to the sandwiches, whether mm -hmm. it's whether it's through our social media stuff or just talking to people or the people who have been gone and sampled it. We haven't had just the two of us go yeah. do it. We've mixed it throughout our Muddy Buddy crew. Yeah. Um, no, we started this. We did. We, we started this. We did. We started this tour and we're ending this so, tour. So, but it was it was interesting. I still think Steve Einiger's a schmuck. <laughs> Scoreboard was the cheeseburger, yeah. and he didn't have cheese on it. That's just a mess. You can't do that. Yeah. So I added bacon to mine. Yeah. Well, that, and that's okay. But it was the cheeseburger. I, I know. You I tried explaining cheese. this to him. So it'd be like it'd be like we're gonna have the hot Sicilian here. Yes. It'd be like not getting the salami or the mozzarella or. Yes. You know, no. You have to have it the way it's intended. Okay. And you can add to that. The way that logon. Kind of like kind of like when we started this. When we went to Mr. Bill's and did the tenderloin. Mm -hmm. We each had different things on our tenderloin. Yes. But the base was what we started with. Yes. And that's what, you know, that's what the Steve idea behind it is. Steve messed it up. Way to go, Steve. Yeah, no, not a surprise. He's lame. <laughs> okay, so um, just a little bit about La Gondola yeah. real quick. Um, Bob Weaver is the owner and the operator. Right. Like I said, we, we tried to get a hold of Bob. He's a busy man. Um, they have been open in Quincy at the old location for 27 years. Right. They yeah. opened. They were at the corner of 8th and State. Yes, and but they recently moved to the corner of 12th and Jefferson Correct. on... I think it was January 6th is when they opened this new location. 
Um, La Gondola itself, I always thought it was a chain. It's not. I mean, no. it's a family-owned restaurant. Right. There are 12 of them. It originated in, uh, I can't think of where it was, Creve Cove, Illinois? Creve Core. Creve Core, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that started in February 19, 1982. So this is a family-owned and operated business. Great. I asked um, my friend on the phone who was giving me all this information, are there any other good sandwiches, you know? Like, that's what I've asked everyone yeah. else at the place. She said the pizza burger. Have yeah. you had the pizza burger? I have. I haven't tried that. Um, and then one other fun fact about La Gondola that I had no idea. Everything is made from scratch there, yep. except for the pasta. But like that bread, they come in, they make it every day. Yep. The, dr the salad dressings? I'm. Like, blew my mind. Really? I did I had, not know that. I had no idea. So, like, I'm, yeah. Now, what you need to know about La Gondola, and I, I don't know if it's going to be that way in the new, new spot, mm -hmm. but in the old spot, it was an athletic staple. Teams would go there and have their pregame meal. Yes. Or if they were going on, and I know specifically, like, Quincy University men's basketball program, mm -hmm. the Quincy High School boys basketball program, that's where they would go and have their pre-trip meal. We did it for uh, at Quincy Notre Dame soccer. I yeah. attended that. I never understood why are we loading up on our Loading our up carbs on carbs. Because you know, so, we're getting ready to run. Uh, and one of the, okay, so obviously we're going to eat the hot Sicilian. Mm -hmm. They're known for their garlic bread. Oh, I got an extra thing of garlic <laughs> bread. <laughs> but the, the one thing that some of the basketball players would all, and still bring up to me, and they'll ask, does La Gondola still have the cinnamon bread? Do they? Because yes, they do. Okay. And they would get they would get a loaf of. Why didn't they get cinnamon? I don't know. Bread? Why didn't you tell me this? <laughs> oh, so that man. was that was one of the things the players really enjoyed, as far as whether it was spaghetti, lasagna, mm -hmm. hot Sicilians. They liked the cinnamon bread. I I'm gonna have to go for. There you go. Bread. All right. Well, I think we're gonna have to cut real quick and uh, cut these sandwiches up. Okay. I told uh, the crew in there that I was gonna share mine a little bit. No, heck no. with them. This no. is all about us. All right. <laughs> That's fine. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with the convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. What kind of shows will you see on Muddy River Gems each month? The same award-winning storytelling from Mark McDonald and crew that you enjoyed for nearly 20 years on PBS. Muddy River Gems with host Mark McDonald. A new episode every month online from Muddy River News. Hey, welcome back. Here we are. We're unwrapped. We are ready to yes. hot the hot so the, Sicilian. For, for those who have never had a hot Sicilian. What's on it? Salami. Okay. Uh, marinara sauce. Mozzarella cheese. And it is a staple. The marinara sauce has... Meat in it. It's, okay. a, meat, it's a meat sauce. Yes. It's their spaghetti sauce, their, their, their meat sauce. And then it's on the best part. The homemade bread. Yes. So you can't go wrong with that. No. I mean, so. again, I just ordered a big loaf of bread <laughs> so I can eat some bread later. It is the best bread. I would agree. Yes. You, you can't go wrong. All right. So um, I'm going to 
go a little bit. I'm, I might share, like I said, <laughs> just because I'm gonna be nice today. Hand me the knife. You ready? Go ahead. Whatever. Are we not gonna sandwich cheers? I don't sandwich cheers. You know that. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that yeah. is that is meaty. Yeah, it, I mean it. It is a staple. I mean, I remember in high school going there on Fridays after school for you know sports and stuff mm -hmm. to get a hot Sicilian. What's the cheese again? Isn't it's mozzarella? Isn't mozzarella, it? I think I don't know. I'm you not know. a cheese connoisseur. So. I mean, I I love all the cheese, but I can't <laughs> tell you. Yeah, this is good. So. This is really good. Yeah, it, it it's again it's might be my favorite sandwich in town. I think out of all the sandwiches that we put on the list. This is the maybe off the beaten path one out of all of the sandwiches for Quincy maybe. I don't it's know. It's probably the most Quincy sandwich on the list. Really? Yeah. I would think because like a lot of the places we went, we got their signature dish mm -hmm. or their their favorite sandwich. But like at Mr. Bill's, we had a tenderloin and yeah. it was outstanding, but you can get a tenderloin in a lot of places. Anywhere. Mm -hmm. You can get a buffalo chicken sandwich several places. You can get a cheeseburger. <clears throat> the one I will you argue. You cannot get this anywhere else is made right. No, yes. the Quincy made right is like no other. Uh, the Agreed. other day, somebody, I went to um, a Hannibal establishment that serves um, made right and they said, was it the same? I'm like, no, it's not the same. No, so, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. But but made right is quintessential Quincy. This is quintessential Quincy. Like you can't get this anywhere else yeah. in Quincy. You, I, can, you know, you, there's nothing like it anywhere else in Quincy. Do they serve the hot Sicilians at the other, I wonder? That I do not know. Or like, did this start in Quincy? That's a good question. I do that. I do I not know. know. We might but, have to pop in there and ask them. But this is, uh, I know, I know this is a favorite of people around town, and this was very high on the list when we did the original poll. Yeah. And understandably so. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I can, t I can taste it. Yeah. So, well, it has been a fun <clears throat> debate. It has. You know, we didn't really debate it. We we more showcased it. Yeah. But we'll get into a little bit of debate now that we're done and see what people think and see what their favorite is. I, I want mean, them to debate on the poll. Let's yeah. see it in the comment section. Exactly. Go at and, it. And we'll, we'll comment back. Yeah. So we'll, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure we do that. But again, it's 10 sandwiches around town, which has been great. And this might just be the start of something we do. I think so, too. I think so, too. It, it, it was good. It was. I really enjoyed... Um, you know, doing well, this with you. We got a taste of Quincy. Yes. And that's what we got to continue to do. Yeah. So. So thank you for everything. Thank you for everything yeah, for starting this. It's been a blast. This baby, thank you for um, joining us on the last episode of the Great Quincy Sandwich Debate. Go eat a sandwich. <laughs>Hey, we want to thank all of the people who participated in our Great Quincy Sandwich debate, and we will have it posted, and you can vote on the website. Remember, we had the 10 that were on Matt's Facebook page, but we'll have these 10 all listed, and you can vote for your best. And while this episode is done, this, this sandwich debate, uh, we might be doing some new things. We might be in a bar, pub, restaurant near you very soon. So I want to thank you for watching Muddy River News and watching the Daily Muddy. That's all the time we have for today. See you tomorrow. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.